Do you have a golf trip with the boys planned this summer? Or are you looking for an excuse to have one? Do you want to get that trip sponsored? Well, Mizzen and Maine has you covered. Mizzen and Maine, the makers of the greatest dress shirt of all time, makes more than just work clothes. If they can make a dress shirt comfortable, imagine what they can do with golf polos, pants, shorts, pullovers, and even t-shirts. Right now, they're looking for golfers who want free polos. If you and your golfing group are planning a trip this summer, you can apply for free polos and swag for your entire group. You may have seen a few professional golfers wearing Mizzen on TV on Sundays. Everything they make is good enough for the PGA pros and comfortable enough for even the highest of handicappers. The Mizzen and Main Bro-Am is a sweepstakes running from February 26th until March 10th. It's a chance to get your group of golfing buddies covered in Mizzen and Main along with a bunch of free swag. All you have to do is apply at mizzenandmain.com forward slash bro dash am dash sweepstakes. All the info is on their social channels as well. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and everywhere else. After you've applied for the Bro-Am, because why not, it's free, visit www.mizzenandmain.com to start shopping. Use promo code GOLFIQ to get 25% off $130 or more at mizzenandmain.com. This is the Golf IQ podcast, a place for golf nerds to dive into the science and uncover the secrets to playing better golf. I'm the host, Luke Curdenine, and welcome. So Drew, I am one of those amateur golfers who sucks at aiming. I'm so bad at aiming over full swings. I'm bad at aiming with my putts too, now that I mention it. It's just... It's really bad. Do you have an aiming tendency? Do you tend to aim left or right? Yeah, so it used to be I had a tendency to aim left, but now it's right. Mm. Uh, I set up with my feet actually left and my shoulders and hips are closed. So I'm a little crossed up yeah. if I don't pay attention to it. And this Very is, bad. It's, it, uh, some people have tried to explain it to me that this is actually something that just humans are designed to do incorrectly because you know, the way our eyes are situated on our head, when we start bending over and tilting them, then we start thinking we're aiming straight when we're actually aiming right. And when people do that, I do something similar. My feet aim out to the right. Often I'll have open shoulders. And some people from that position will swing over the top. I tend to swing too into out and almost hit big rope draws. But anyway, this is uh, something that so many amateurs do wrong aiming and it's something that pros really really obsess over and today we wanted to talk about basically one of the most common methods that pros use that the rest of us should too that most of us don't use and it's called picking an intermediary target so drew why don't you just explain the basics of how this works yeah so the if you're looking to pick an intermediate target which like you said, every pro does. It's almost foolproof, actually. Um, but you, you, if you'd stand behind the ball in your pre-shot routine, and you pick out where you're going to aim out in the distance. Let's just say it's it's the flag, for instance. And you draw. You're essentially drawing a line back from that flag and picking out a spot on the ground. Uh, you know, it, it can vary three, four, five, ten feet, five, ten feet in front of your ball. Um, whether it be just a dark spot or whatever, a divot. And then you're addressing the ball uh, as if you were hitting it right over 
that divot in front of you. And the whole theory is is that it's much easier to aim to something that's really close to you than really far away from you. Yeah, exactly. Because if you think about, again, if you're in golf posture and you're staring down directly at the ball, you can see the golf ball square on. But once you start lifting and turning your head, it's really hard to not get your range of vision screwed up when you're doing that because one eye is higher than the other one eye is tilted in different direction than the other it's just hard to aim but if you in your golf posture locked with a golf ball if you just pick a spot a few a few inches basically in front of the golf ball they usually say around six inches in front of the golf ball a piece of grass a, a divot a brown spot whatever it may be your eyes are moving on the same plane so you're able to align very accurately to that spot so and i actually remember writing about a study about this where they found that golfers who didn't even look at the target only picked one of these intermediary targets six inches in front of the ball that they outperformed the people who were aiming just straight at the target because it's so much easier for it to to aim at a spot just a few inches in front of the ball and again as drew said every pro does this it's kind of amazing um everyone does it like everyone Mm -hmm. a really important component of it is also to when you're addressing the ball to aim the club face first not your feet Mm -hmm. or not your body um i I think that one of the golf digest best young teachers best in state teacher sorry adam young uh i think he was the one who found that if you miss uh aim your club face one degree either side that that is the equivalent of about 10 yards uh on on a typical shot which is so much and guess what if you're misaligned one degree it's amazing it's amazing and guess what if you're misaligned it's set up your subconscious knows it for whatever reason i don't understand why but we all know it your subconscious realizes when you're misaligned and it will start creating compensations in your swing so one degree off means that you're probably going to bring it back two degrees which is going to spray it all over the place it just starts getting so messy in a hurry so what you do is you set the club face uh you know as square as you possibly can to that intermediate target and then you step in with your feet and your body square to that and you should be all set to go exactly this we have a good how maybe we'll link it up in the show notes if i can remember to do this but we have a great how to do everything out with a best in state called joe plecker who walks you through like a good way of doing this stand behind your ball step one that's what you do you stand behind your ball you look at where you want to go and then you just draw a line from where you want to go to just a few inches in front of your ball and try to pick out anything you can and then as drew said as you're stepping into the ball don't get into your stance get all settled no set the club face down behind the ball and just make sure that they look as square square can be to each other and then you get set up that's just so crucially important right oh absolutely and you'll be shocked when you look up how every single time it looks fairly similar and you're you're, you're kind of aimed right at the target um without ever really looking at the target when you're over the ball now one thing i kind of wanted to ask you is that how do you get around this so invariably when you start aiming correctly it's gonna feel wrong you're going to feel like you're aiming too far left and it's super uncomfortable. How do you get around that? Is there any any tricks or tips that you have for just getting over the discomfort? Well, the biggest thing would be to never let it get that far off in the first place. True. But that's uh, we're assuming that ship has sailed. It's kind of a repetition thing I've found. 
um, you're so right. If you're used to aiming 20 yards to the right, 10, 15, 20 yards to the right without even knowing it, and you start aiming square, it's going to feel like you're aiming so far to the left. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, honestly, the best way would be to go to the range and just put a bunch of alignment sticks down and really groove what correct feels like. Mm -hmm. I understand that's not exactly the answer that most people want to hear, but it, it does come through repetition, whether it be on a course or the range of just making these intermediate targets, seeing straight lines, perfect, perfectly square to the target um, to sort of get you, set you straight. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. And I will say that this feeling of awkwardness doesn't last as long as you think you get over it yeah. fast is what I found. Um, I don't know why or how, but you do the, you're, if I was to think about it in terms of length, it may feel awkward for nine holes of your 18 hole round, which yeah, is kind of a long yeah. time, but then you play again tomorrow, it feels normal. So as long as you're diligent with it, it, you get over it in a hurry. I would also just try to remind yourself because I always struggle with, I tend to aim too far to the right. When I aim correctly, I feel like I'm aiming too far to the left. I just need to remind myself that commit to this shot because you are aiming correctly you know you're aiming correctly and give yourself a little pep talk you know because it can be hard to commit to the shot when you feel uncomfortable over the shot but really be explicit with yourself you are aiming correctly it just is your body or your mind making you feel like something isn't adding up oh absolutely and it's important also to realize that aiming isn't just uh, where your feet are pointed. A lot of people think aiming is just, oh, my feet are in this direction. It's aiming is also your where your hips are pointed, where your shoulders are pointed, where your forearms are pointed. All of these should be square and all of them should be on one straight line uh, and they shouldn't be all crossed up. Like you were mentioning, you tend to get your your stance really closed and then so your feet are closed, but your shoulders are open. You You want all of them to sort of be on the same plane. Yeah, and one thing that I found funny, you actually mentioned this when we were at the hot list together, when everyone was testing clubs, I think at one point you looked around and you said, none of our golfers here have an alignment stick on the ground. Now, it didn't impact the way they tested the club because they're testing for feel and sound and all these different things, but it's, it's so funny. Golfers just don't think about tossing a club on the ground and every single pro and college golfer and low handicap does and it's because it just can help sync you up it can bring you back to center and without you having to think about it at all really yeah exactly and the more you practice with an alignment stick the less you have to consciously think or worry about your alignment on the course you kind of just set your intermediate target and you know you're good to go but if you don't practice with an alignment stick that's when you get way off and your perception changes from day to day and it's really hard to consistently be aligned exactly day in and day out. so you can set one down your foot line a good one is to set one down your target line so just in front of your golf ball that is something a lot of pros do obviously you don't have to do one or the other i really enjoy putting down a stick perpendicular to the golf ball so or perpendicular to the target line so it's pointing straight at the golf ball that gives me some alignment benefits and also helps me with my ball position things. But either way, and also we're saying alignment sticks, you can do all of this with a club too. So you can just use another club. I used to do that for ages. So um, I would just highly recommend doing this. It's going to sync up your aiming in a hurry. 
add in an intermediary target and you're just going to be aiming lights out in short order. Hello, I'm Luke Curdenine, the host of the Golf IQ podcast, and we've got some very exciting news here in Golf Digest land. It's a new newsletter available exclusively to Golf Digest Plus members, and it'll land in your inbox once a week. It's the greatest newsletter in all the land here at Golf Digest, but I admit there is an upstart rival in the ranks, and it goes by the name of the Low Net newsletter with Sam Wyman, who's here right now. Sam, what's the lowdown on your newsletter? Well, my newsletter, Luke, is the reason that you are competing for second place at best. My newsletter, as you said, is called Low Net. It's geared towards golfers like myself, who are very much in the middle of the pack at your course or your club. It's a, a game I live and breathe, and, and I'm obsessed with getting better. No, in all seriousness, it's a great read. It's full of not just really interesting and helpful stuff, but really relatable stuff from the man who probably loves golf the most of anybody here at Golf Digest. So head over to golfdigest.com forward slash plus. Sign up and start enjoying both of these awesome newsletters each and every week.